the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Since this weekend is Resurrection Day weekend, we minister messages all week about Jesus Christ and what he did for me and you through his death, burial, and resurrection. We'll resume the messages of Right for the Hours next week. But this week, I want to get you in the mindset of the awesome things that the Lord did for me and you on Good Friday and on Resurrection Day too. So come on, let's hear a message about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, what he did for you and me when he went to Calvary Street to pay sin's debt in full for you and me, and then got up on Resurrection Day and set us totally free and offered a new life to you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ as well as his death on the cross was necessary for the redemption of God's fallen man. Jesus going to the cross for me and you was necessary in order to be able to set us free. And because if all those parts were not there, then we would still be where we were. If all those parts were not there, we would still be where we were. We'd still be stuck in sin, still needing to pay the price for our sin, that is death, and we would still be separated from God with no hopes of ever being reconnected back to him. But God so loved the world, that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him, tell the, your neighbor, he talking about you, he talking about you, praise God, whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life, because God made it available to me and you. But thanks be to God that Jesus did everything that was necessary. Deliver us from sin and death. Jesus did what he did on Good Friday because it was necessary. He did what he did so that we wouldn't have to pay the price of sin with our own lives. Because that price was going to get paid. And at some point in time, it would be with our own lives. Turn to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 verse 12, it says, Wherefore is by one man sin and into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Adam's sin that made our death necessary is this right here. God told him simply, do not partake of the tree that's in the middle of the Garden of Eden, because if you do, you shall surely die. We already know in this well-taught church, praise God, that the Hebrew word is the word die, die. It's not die, it's die, die. Why is that? Because there's two deaths that was automatic as a result of what it is that he was going to die. Three deaths are available. First death is, is, is called spiritual death. Praise God, that's when you come separated from God. Praise God. That's the one that, that's the first die that was going to happen. He was going to become separated from dying. That's why he didn't bite the fruit and fall dead. Praise God. Because it wasn't talking about physical death. It was talking about spiritual death. 
because your separation from God is what opens the door for the spiritual death. Because life is in Christ, and as long as you're plugged into God, you're going to be alive. See, we're locked into Christ. We're going to live forever. We're going to live forever. Hey, man, we're going to be there forever, y'all, because we got Christ in us. Does anybody hear me up in here? Spiritual death is the first one that occurs. That's the one that got separated from God. Once you get separated from your life source, death is what manifests. It's called physical death. That's the second one. Everyone that is born into this world will experience physical death. Unless the Lord come and get us, we're going to experience physical death. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But there's three deaths that is available. The third death that is available is called eternal death. Praise God. That's where if you physically die, spiritually separated from God, you are eternally dead. Praise God, because there's no chance of ever getting relocked in again. But God just said, die, die. Why? Because there's, I'm going to give you an opportunity for the third one to make sure that that never happens. If you do what I say do, it'll never happen. He didn't tell me about that. He just told them the first two. And then he came through scripture and told us the rest of it later on down the line. Thank God that we are well-taught church. Adam sinned against God. And because of Adam's sin, we were all born into sin. And because we were born into sin, we were born with a death sentence over our head. In fact, when we were born, we were sinners, just like Adam. Praise God. I said, Pastor, let me show you my little child. Oh, look at this new baby, this cute little sinner right here. Yeah, it's a sinner. Praise God. Because if it's born, I don't care how cute it is, it's a sinner. Praise God. Hallelujah. And if we don't tell it, like, if we don't get them saved before they, they get up out of here, then they're going to be eternally dead. Isn't it? They was born dead. Praise God. We were sinners because we weren't sinners because we sinned, but we were sinners because we were born into Adam's sin. Adam's sin got all in you and me. And as a result of that, we got set of people that we got born of people that needed to be set free. Adam's sin affected us all the way down to the core. We were born with a sin nature. Not only were we born into sin, we were shaped in sin and had a sin nature placed in us right from get go. And because we were born with a sin nature, our nature was the sin. And we did. Look at your neighbor and say, quit acting like you didn't. Praise God, you know you did. Because it was your nature. Dogs bark because that's their nature. Cats meow because that's their nature. Y'all sinned because that's your nature. We sinned. I didn't leave myself out. We sinned because that was our nature. So we we weren't merely eligible for sin because of what Adam did. But we were eligible to sin because of what we did too. Romans chapter 3, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All these are real close. It won't take you long. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. It says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The first one was talking about one that Adam did. This one's talking about the one you did. He got a place for you in scripture too. Praise God. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This right here is talking about our, our behavior. Because we all done sinned. Every one of us sinned. He started off as a baby, a sinning baby, lying from the jump street. Praise God. Hey man, acting like you really want something. But all you want is your parents come pick you up. Hallelujah. Crying and lying at the same time. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Just want to see if you can control somebody. Praise God. Sin causes a debt that must be paid, though. Because it's not just sin. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And see, death is the result of all sin. Turn to James chapter 1. I hope you brought your page turning finger with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you know I ain't a jumping, screaming preacher. Praise God. I'm a teaching preacher. Praise God. I want to give you some theology. I want to put some, put some, put some, some, put some substance on the inside of you. 
I don't mind you shouting. I just want you to know why you're shouting. Praise God. I ain't got a problem with you shouting. I just want you to know why you're shouting. So when some ignorant fool walk up and ask you, why y'all concerned with the good Friday? Say, because it's a good Friday. Turn with me and your, that's right. Let me look at my Bible. <laughs> James chapter one, verse 14 reads. It said, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away in his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin and sin. When it is finished, bringeth forth death. Notice sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So all sin ends in death. All sin ends in death. Everything you stole ends in death. Going 56 in a 55 mile an hour zone ends in death. Being late to work ends in death. Leaving out like you one of the Flintstones. Prayer of God, as soon as the horn rolled, ends in death. Because everyone is a sin. And all of it is being accounted in heaven. So they know every, how much death everybody's supposed to get. And everyone and have already passed the limit with the first one. Because once you've seen it one point, you tore the whole thing up. Romans chapter 6. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? I'm glad y'all at home sitting down right now. Praise God. Well, I ain't glad you're at home. I'm just glad you're sitting down. Romans chapter 6. And the wages of that sin is death. Wages because you got to work to sin. You got to put in the effort to sin. I said you got to put in the effort to sin. Romans chapter 6, verse 20, it says, For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. No ifs, no ands, no, but it is death. Verse 23, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice the wage of sin is death. Sin causes a debt that must be paid. It's not optional. It's necessary. Sin demands a death. Because every sin that we sin is a sin against God and God is a holy God. And the moment that you do anything outside of what he said do, it demands your death. That's because of sin that we were born into and the sins that we've done both demand death. God is holy and just. So the price of sin has to be paid. And the only price that can be paid is death. Death is the forfeiture of life. Death is the forfeiture of life. God and his word are life. And anytime you choose to do anything other than what God and his word says, you forfeited the life that it offered you. God gave us life, gave us his word of what to do and what not to do. And the moment we make a decision to do something different than that, we forfeited the life that he gave us. And he said, why don't you go follow that one that you listened to when you chose to listen to me and let them give you what they got for you. Jesus told us what each one of them have. Jesus said, I am coming that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus told us that the devil come not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. That's all he wants to do. And so since he cooperated with the devil, that's what he get. And those of us who cooperated with God, we get life. But prior to what Jesus doing what he did, wasn't no life. We was born with death. Because we was born into Adam's sin and then commenced the sin in ourselves. And then the payment's going to be made. Paychecks going to happen. 
Man was sinful. So the only price that he could pay to satisfy sin's debt is death. And since God created man to be an eternal being, then the death that he was going to pay would be an eternal death. Dead forever. Separated from God forever. Outside of the light and the life of God forever. Scripture says, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a gift that's available to me and you. Because Jesus did what was necessary to make it available to me and you. Jesus did what no other man could do, what we couldn't do and nobody else could do. And that was pay that debt in full for me and you so that death would never have to be experienced by me and you. Turn to Psalms number 49, please. Nobody else could do this one. I said nobody else could do this one. Everybody say, thank you, Lord, because you paid my ransom. Hallelujah. I'd sing it to you, but I ain't got time right now. Praise God. I sing, thank you, Lord, because you paid my ransom. Hallelujah. That's why you're supposed to be like leaning into that song. Thank you, Lord, because you paid my ransom. We're in Psalms number 49, stanza number 7. Hallelujah. Let's do 6 and come down. It said, they that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. (laughs) None of them. (laughs) Your money, your riches, your wealth, none of that is going to be buying here, going to be paying the ransom for us. Plus that, the person that's trying to pay it is in the same situation that everybody else is in. Hallelujah. See, no other man born into this world could pay the price to satisfy the sin debt for us. That's because every man who born, who's born into this world and was, and, and, and is born into Adam's sin. Everybody's born in Adam's sin, making him just as much of a sinner as everybody else. And no sinful man can pay the price for another sinful man. No sinful man can pay the price of another sinful man. It takes a free man to free a man. And that man that was born in this world regularly was born a slave. He was born a slave to sin and a slave to death, just like you and me. A slave to sin and a slave to death, just like you and me, like we were. Nobody who's a slave can free another slave. Nobody born regularly can pay the price necessary to be able to set anybody free. Why? Because they're in the same situation. Now, back in the Old Testament, God did allow man's sin debt to be paid by an innocent animal. An innocent animal was allowed to be able to pay the price for the guilty person. God set the precedent when he covered Adam's sin with the coat of an animal. In fact, he called it the coat of skins. It's over in the book of of, uh, of Genesis. In fact, you might as well turn there. Turn to Genesis. Praise God. Chapter 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I know you know it, but y'all done already sent this link over to somebody else that don't know it. Praise God, sir. So I want them to be able to see it, too. I want them to be able to see it, too. Because they're not necessarily privileged to be well taught like you. Praise God. They can be. It's called Word of Faith Christian Center. It's 1928 Bassey Road. <laughs> presently. Praise God. Between West and Blanco. After you come, you, there's no place else you want to go. Praise God. Over in Genesis chapter 3, this is, of course, after he had come and begin to deal with them about their sin. Praise God and the things that he did for them. And, 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 you know, be able to come through. Hallelujah. 
He says in verse 21, unto Adam also and his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothed them. Clo- coats of skins. He didn't use wool. You know, you know, shear the wool off of a lamb and stuff like that. And lamb just sit there looking all naked, but it's still alive and stuff, you know. And then sew it together, mend it together, and then put it together so they can have him a nice sweet little wool coat, you know, virgin wool, you know, looking good and stuff like that. No. He used coats of skins. See, when you use coats of skins, somebody got to be skint. And when somebody is skint, it's because they're dead already. So that means that he sacrificed an innocent animal to cover the sins of, an, of the guilty people. He sacrificed an innocent animal in order to be able to cover the sins of another people. God set the precedent right there that allowed for the innocent to be able to die for the guilty, to be able to cover the sins of those that are guilty. God set the precedent for him right then. An innocent animal was allowed to pay the price for the guilty person. Those skins were the skins of an innocent animal who died to cover their sins. Something they did not do. Talking about the animal. Animals, I ain't do that. Like, could you imagine if he called him, come on over. Come here, come here. I made you. Come here with your beautiful self. Say, bye. Yeah, I'm thinking like, I'll get to hang with God. And God said, I'm just going to, you know, for full disclosure, let me tell you what I'm about to do. I don't have to, but I'm going to tell you. See those people over there? Adam and Adam. Well, they Adam and Eve now because she done messed up. But man, never see them over there? You're going to die to pay the price for their sin. <laughs> Bad. Hell <laughs> no, man. No, see, no. I ain't do that. I ain't nothing to do with that. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. He <laughs> said, but you're going to do it. You're going to pay the price for them. Involuntarily. Involuntarily. And then he killed it. Bloodshed. Now it's dead. Now his skins are being taken off of it. And being covered, used to cover them. So when you take the skins off this animal, you're covering it not just with the skins, but with the blood. Because the blood is still on the skins. And now it's being covered. So the blood is going to do the covering. The death paid the price. And the skin covers Mm-mm-mm. Now that innocent animal's death only purchased them temporary righteousness. Temporary righteousness. Could you imagine if the other lambs got together? The other rams and stuff got together and they said, man, I'm glad it was them rather than me. And then God turned around, for full disclosure, that just purchased them temporary righteousness. One year from now, another one of y'all is about to go. Bye. <laughs> Take my man. He he bigger than I am. Just in case they can pick up some weight between now and then. Take my man. He bigger than that. Because <laughs> I got to find one the right size that can be able to cover completely what needs to happen. They need to find one the right size who's big enough to cover completely their sins and what it is that happened. They only purchased them temporary righteousness. An innocent animal was slain as a vicarious substitute. Receiving the penalty of death on behalf of the guilty party as a vicarious substitute. Now, the word vicarious 
$75 word, means performed, exercised, received, or suffered in place of another. Performed, exercised, received, or suffered in place of another. So this thing was a vicarious sacrifice. It's where the sacrifice was performed, it was exercised, it was received, or it suffered in place of another. Instead of the person who's supposed to suffer, somebody else is now suffering. The word vicarious also means taking the place of another or thing. Acting or serving as a substitute. Taking the place of another person or thing. Acting or serving as a substitute. So Adam was supposed to die. Eve was supposed to die. But this animal died, acting as a substitute for them, so that they would not, in serving as a substitute for them, so it wouldn't have to be them. An innocent animal, once again, was slain as a vicarious substitute for the person who sinned, receiving the penalty of death on behalf of the guilty sinner. The innocent died on behalf of the guilty. Blood would have to be shed. Since innocent was dying on behalf of the guilty, blood would have to be shed. It was necessary for it to be shed. Blood in somebody alive, somebody in something alive would have to end up dead because of what it is they did. Because of the sin we was born into, somebody else was going to have to end up dead temporarily until eventually it would be you and me because the price is still going to be paid. Because although God allowed the innocent life to be sacrificed for the guilty, it was sacrificed incapable of eliminating the sin for which the vicarious sacrifice was needed. It was incapable of eliminating the sin for which the sacrifice was needed. So that meant the sin would still be there after the vicarious substitution was made. The sin was still there. The death penalty was only temporarily, it was only temporarily stayed. Temporarily because temporary righteousness was only purchased. So even when something died, we're going to look up later and it's going to have to happen again. Because next year, the debt was due again. And this will go on again and again and again and again and again. Somebody or something would have to die again. Either the person paying the price for the sin, doing it themselves, or something or someone else vicariously substituting for that person so that they don't have to do it themselves. Temporarily setting them free. But still, it's still going to come back to them at some point in time. Does that make sense? As if, as though you were, if you were renting a place, praise God. If he was renting, yes, you are paying in order to be able to allow yourself stay there for the period of time that you're renting, praise God. But that doesn't change that it still, that place still belongs to the person, praise God, that you're renting from. Which means everything going to fall back into their hands at some point in time. And we belong to God. And everything going to fall back into his hands at some point in time. The, pray, the price is going to be paid. Now, God showed us this concept of innocent animal being used as a vicarious sacrifice in the story of Israel's deliverance from Egyptian bondage. Israel's deliverance from Egyptian bondage. Because remember, the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So that which happened for us and to us in the New Testament is shown first to us and then sometimes even explained to us in the Old Testament. So we're going to look back at Exodus in the Old Testament where Israel was delivered from Egyptian captivity 
and the death that was coming to them. We'll see in type and shadow the deliverance from the death and the slave market of the enemy that Jesus provided to us in the New Testament. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. But of course, it's always best when you can get it live. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call us at the church office and arrange a ride. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. We also invite all of you to celebrate with us at our Resurrection Day weekend celebration that we do here at Word of Faith. It starts on Thursday evening at 6.45 p.m. with the showing of the Passion of the Christ. I believe that it's good for each and every one of us to get a visual reminder of the price that Jesus Christ paid for you and me when he went to cross at Calvary as a substitution for you and me. Speaking of price, there's no charge for the movie. And a wonderful reception follows, where there'll be refreshments and refreshing fellowship with the saints, talking about what they saw and how it impacted them. The celebration continues on Friday evening at our Good Friday service at 7 p.m. That's the day that Jesus Christ actually went to the cross for me and you to pay sins debt in full for you and me. So, we at Word of Faith celebrate in praise and worship and get a good word on that night too. We'll be both honored and excited to see you and your family there celebrating Jesus with us too. And the Resurrection Day celebration weekend culminates with our Resurrection Day service on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. That's the day that Jesus Christ got up. So we get up and come to church to celebrate the victory that we received through Him. We would love to see all of you and your families there too. And remember, if you don't have transportation, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call us at the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.